The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and of course past performance does not guarantee future returns. It's Street Week on The Spin-Off. We're looking back over 30 years of Shortland Street, New Zealand's longest running soap opera. And we've got more dalliances, drama and death than you can shake a stethoscope at. If you want to know everything that's worth knowing about Chris Warner's love life, the story behind the iconic theme tune and the best local to visit for a yum panini, head to thespinoff.co.nz for Street Week right now. The Real Pod is brought to you by our good friends at Nando's. They've got restaurants across Aotearoa, and if you order through the Nando's app, you can collect Perry Perks points to redeem for delicious rewards. Hit nandos.co.nz to learn more and start earning. What mug are you rocking there? You've got a... Uh, I'm rocking peanuts. a little um, little peanut. A friend is someone who will do anything to cheer you up. Aww, and then it's nice. getting a little kiss there. It looks so like an is... unwanted kiss, though, can I just say, which is so cancelled. The la- Yeah, who's the lady? That's Lucy. L- Lucy has got recoiling. She is absolutely <laughs> recoiling. I have the sheep shagger mug, also problematic. Two problematic mugs today. <laughs> <laughs> Sums us up really, doesn't it? Welcome along to The Real Pod My name's Jane Yee I am joined on the dance floor by the lovely Alex Casey Hello Jane Very nearly, uh, not, you know, very nearly did a a no-show because me, the bit, well, yes, because like, well, yeah, like Eric, and like Reese, you've got, you've got the COVID. <laughs> I was visited by the coronavirus fairy, <laughs> and um, but I'm okay. <gasps> okay, I am not joking. I can see Lance Valley. Yell out! No, I can't. Yell out! Yell out the window! I can't. Yell I out can't. the window! I can't. Joe, 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 go look out the window. Oh, you missed it. I saw him. Does he have a dog? <gasps> that I have been visited by an angel, another angel. <laughs> the coronavirus. Oh no, wait. The coronavirus fairy and the Lance Valley angel. <laughs> Two different angels. <laughs> Honestly, what a time to be Alex Casey. Oh my god, he's got a dog. Did you know that? No, dog's not on a lead. I'm just going to quickly check his Instagram and see if he's. Um... Dog's not on a lead, but it's definitely him. As I can see, his aqua hair from here. Wow, that is a great omen. I'm cured. Should we, should we talk properly? <laughs> okay. So I joined the COVID-19 Dancing with the Stars cluster in a lot of ways, apart from the fact that I am not a star and I didn't get it from Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> but I 
did get COVID last week. <laughs> okay, can we just, can we, I wasn't actually um, on the pod last week because I was sick with that other pandemic, which is called not COVID, just the cold, <laughs> just a cold that, that makes you think you've got COVID yes. and you don't have COVID, which is fun. Um, but the week before that, you were, we were talking on pod about how you felt that you might be some sort of... Uh, a, a, a immune unicorn. Immunicorn. Oh, that's a great word. Oh my god. An immunicorn. Um, I have, did think. Oh, I didn't have the confidence of Duncan. Duncan thinks he's an immunicorn. I am kind of the other way, where I think I constantly have it. But you thought no symptoms. You thought you were a, it to everybody. Yeah, you thought you were a carrier. I thought I was a carrier. Yeah. Um, turns out, maybe true. <laughs> No, I caught it. I caught COVID after my risky, risky weekend, getting out there, going to the Taylor Swift party. I caught COVID the next weekend at a Scrabble tournament. Was it actually at the Scrabble tournament? You caught it? Yeah, it was. It was because a couple of other people have gone down with it since. And um, I came second to last (laughs) in the entire competition. Second to last in the D grade, and then I caught COVID. So, is that insult to injury? I don't know. Surely. I feel like the Scrabble Fury is trying to tell you something. <laughs> also, COVID, not even a Scrabble word. Really rude. Oh. This is high value letters. <laughs> Look, that is wild. And just again, further evidence uh, as to why you should not have a social life like myself. Yeah, well, the evidence is stacking up for you at this point. Because it was quite rough. And I do want to say, like, I am nearly on my last day of isolation and I am feeling much better, like, I'm through it. I wouldn't be podcasting if I was, if this was a few days ago. Um, Because it was, like, pretty brutal. Like, when Eric was talking on Dancing with the Stars about Mm. having a dark few hours there, I was like, I felt that. I was there. 36 hours specifically for Eric. I don't know if mine is 36, but... God almighty. I caught Hellflight because I thought I needed an oxometer. <laughs> yeah, we did do a rushed inhaler drop over to, to Alex. <laughs> um, and it, it wasn't of a huge amount of benefit to you, was it? Even though you, you were struggling with the breathing. So I thought I'll get you some Ventolin. And, um, but it didn't really work. Do we know why? Um, that could have had something to do with the fact that I've never used an inhaler before. And you did explain to me how to use it, but I have brain fog. So I wasn't A, listening at the time and B, did not recall anything that you told me. So I tried to use it with the cap on <laughs> <laughs> repeatedly Honestly, and was really confused. <laughs> there is not a single thing in our lives that we don't real pod. It's no. Truly, truly. Hey, I've got a, a package here for you, Alex. Um, Please, can we open it on pod? It feels like it's been such a long time since I received any tat, so I ripped mine open as soon as it arrived yesterday. But of course. I'll open of yours course. for you because obviously Alex is at home, so she uh, she can't open it herself. So, so this is a package for Below Deck Down Under, Below correct? Deck Down Under. So that starts tonight. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, it starts tonight on Bravo at 9.30, and then we are recapping it. So there'll be a recap out tomorrow, first thing, uh, in the Real Pod feed. Recap of episode one. I'm just undoing the beautiful um, white. It's a sizable box. I will say for the people at home. So I am watching Jane on the Zoom screen, and it looks like the kind of thing that would have a cake in it to me. It's okay. Don't okay. Just, just. I just want to manage your expectations in terms of food. I don't know. Okay. Well, it's a big box. Opening the tissue. Blue tissue paper. That looks lovely. There is, Hold on to that. There's a little uh, card here that says, Welcome aboard. We're thrilled to introduce you to the brand new series Below Deck Down Under. We are familiar. 
Join Bravo's favourite New Zealander, Aisha Scott, and new ch- as the new chief stew and the crew for an unforgettable adventure in the Wit Sunday. Sounds lovely. So, is it an invite to go and join them on a boat? No. Um, while the show's charter guests might be living it up in the sunshine, it's only getting colder here in Aotearoa. We hope these goodies will keep you warm and cosy while tuning in to watch. And what you have Ooh, is some hotty. some coffee, some lovely coffee, milk chocolate and citrus flavour. It's sweet. Ooh. It's like you, Alex. It's sweet and complex. <laughs> but more importantly... That. That's supreme. That's, that's nice. Your own mug... With your, your primary charter guest, Alex, written on it. Oh, my God. That is the sickest mug I've ever seen. Yeah, this is all yours. So say primary charter guest, primary Alex. Primary charter guest, Holy Alex. Holy shit. That's going straight into our cupboard and Joe is going to get so annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> he hates my novelty mugs. So Duncan and I also got them. So um, three primary charter guests. The good thing is, uh, preference-wise, all the food for me, anything, except mushrooms. Except mushrooms. Except Everything else. Yeah, I think so. How are you with onions? Yeah, I'm good with onions. Love an onion. I think I would want to just say everything because I'd want them to surprise me. I'd want the chef to really, you know, live out his, his chefy dreams. Yeah, and we'll talk more about um, chefy dreams and surprising guests and so on in our Below Deck Down Under recap podcast coming to you in this very feed tomorrow. We've got two episodes of Dancing with the Stars to recap before... The final, Sunday night. I think it's just the one ep on Sunday night, the big grand final. I can't believe when they're like, we're at the semifinals. I was like, excuse me? Yeah, like, how has the semifinal got like six competitors in it? It's really confusing, the whole thing. It is, it's, it is like the chaos. It's a chaos pod. It is. You're doing a chaos pod. <laughs> Look, I feel like uh, who, who's the pod? Who's the real pod here? Is it us or is it them? Because they have real podded this season up a storm. <laughs> For a the start, lines are definitely blurred. Let's talk about the fact that Vaz is not only back in the competition but survived elimination again. He there's not a week gone by where he hasn't been in the bottom two, right? True. Like I love it. It's just absolutely bonkers. Vaz to win. Vaz <laughs> to win. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so people have caught COVID. People have been sent home when they shouldn't have been because they were exceptional dancers like Sonia and Eli. Um, and we've Vaz has just been just very stubbornly still in the competition. It's just been a yeah. very wild, wild ride. Um, because the BBC rules dictate mm-hmm. that it must be the last eliminated contestants, not the glorious dancers who went home at the start. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we, there's so many rules I'd like to bring in to this show. Um like, you know, when you're bringing people back in to do the trios, I feel like that could be a public vote thing. Like, who do we get in? It's just, there's there's so many options. Uh, I think we should cancel the trio dancers. They give me the fucking creeps. Because they, they, at some point, somewhere in the trio dance, they're sandwiched, day. Eh? Like, yeah, every single time. It's just too much. And it's so funny when there's, like, the third person who's, like, da-da-da-da, like, what? <laughs> just walking behind them with one arm on one shoulder. I mean, it is quite funny, but... Well, my favourite just, is when they're in classic, chaos. like, the classic dance pose where it's, like, yeah, arm around the waist and the other arms are outstretched to get the holding hands and then the other person is, like, clutching onto their elbow and their other, <laughs> yeah. the other shoulder. <laughs> It's just so funny. Uh, and that's the real part as well, to be sure. That's true. That is true. Um, oh, we well, should mention that Duncan's not here. Um, he's very busy. I caught him in the in the kitchen just before we started making a coffee. So very busy guy. Flat um, out. No, nah, he, he said uh, his reason for not being here is I'm absolutely fucked. 
So, oh my god, yeah, he's he's got, he's got a lot on, he's a lot on, busy man. But that's okay because he's going to be on the below deck pod. Okay, busy so, man, a lot of meetings. Was he using, was he using his new mug? Not he hasn't even got it yet. It's sitting over there somewhere, sitting on the floor by Ti here. Oh my god! So I'll take that to him after and cheer him up. But uh, him he's up, also yeah. going to be here for the for the big dance finale, of course. The recap. Can't wait. Um, if you want to join the conversation, as they say on breakfast shows and the like, go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash real pod corner. You can find us on Instagram also. Uh, the Spinoff Podcast Network is our handle. Right, we're travelling through the decades. Travelling through the decades and we're starting off with uh, Brody and Enrique doing a lovely tango um, to... That was You Make Me Want to Shout, yeah, wasn't it? You, yeah, yeah. Uh, shout by Lulu. Uh, it was uh, there was a lot of talk about it being jive music, doing a tango to jive music. Why not do a tango to tango music or do a jive to jive music? Yeah, I feel like the songs seldom match the thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's that classic and jive song, Shout by Lulu. <laughs> <laughs> but what is a jive song? A fast one. I didn't love all the tangos. When you're walking in, you're talking in it. You're a walkie-talkie man. That would be a great job. Perhaps a quick step. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, what happened? Uh, oh, we'll, we'll talk about the fact they went for a lovely kayak first. Um, oh, yeah, a skinny wee kayak. Yeah, and uh, purely to, to shame Enrique, really. Purely so Brody could be like, I'm good at this and you suck a bit. Um, which yeah. is a good energy, and he, like, to be fully, fair. he capsized. Um I was quite distressed for poor old Enrique. Where were they? I think they were in Takapuna. I think. I don't know. There was Gorgeous. some. There was definitely some sea and some sand. Uh, Do you think she still would have done that if Eric Murray was still in the competition, or did she think there's only you know now that there's yeah. the water guys out water of the guys picture? Out. Um, this is my time. Totally. Brody's time. Uh, she she did very well, didn't she? She did. She had a, what I would call a peso face on. She had the very, oh. like, you know, the, the pasodoble, the very strong what, matador what, what face. Is that, the very what is that stern, face, serious, passionate face. Oh, <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it when I'm not dancing, Alex. I can't just turn it on and off <laughs> once I hit the floor. Um, and, and did the cool, um, I've said the cool windmill thing. What was that? <laughs> I can't even remember. I wrote magic scarf. Oh, is that, is he, that the same thing? No, I think he, he, he um, did circles with her dragging her feet on the ground, the windmill. Was that the... That's, that's oh, not, yes. nothing like a windmill, really. That's like a new take on the dead body drag. It's more like a dishwasher at the bottom of the dishwasher, isn't it? The yeah, yeah. yeah. Clean the floor with the lady. Um, <laughs> and, and did a bum grab at the end as well. Major ass grab. Huge it ass was, grab. This was the this was the most sexed up week on Dancing with the Stars I've ever seen. It was so sexy. It was ridiculous. And also, Clint, it was ridiculous. Clint continuing. To stoke rumours and and break up marriages, <laughs> constantly True. commenting on people and uh, Kerry Kerry with her boys at the end that was um, Kerry and the boys it was so full on so um, full on anyway judges loved Brody's performance gave her a twenty six congratulations Brody see you in the final Vaz and Britt danced the samba to Coco Jumbo by Mr. President. Put me up, put me down, put my feet back on the ground. <laughs> I've been singing this nonstop since it happened. Can attest <laughs> to that. Uh, ever since she's popped up on the Zoom call, I think I've heard that song 30, well, not the song, just that refrain about 36 just times. Just that bit, because I don't know the rest of it. Um, man, 
Vez is back with a vengeance, baby, so and back. a revenge body that we know he's always had, <laughs> but he's never shown us with quite so much gusto. Well, he really, really showed us. Um, we we checked before before they hit the dance floor. We checked him with Eric, and uh, on True. the Zoom. Do you reckon those Zooms were live? Or do you reckon they did them as little pre-records? I think knowing what we know <laughs> knowing as television insiders, know. I reckon they did them earlier. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We're just too, be, risky too risky with the, with the, 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 the internet uh, and the problems. Copper cables and so on. Copper cables. Um, but I thought he was looking pretty healthy and well. But, yeah, as he said, a pretty dark 36 hours. There. His girlfriend helped him out. Um, there was the danger of a little fella running into the back of shot. Uh, you know, these are the things that happen when you're on the Zoom. Hey. Yeah, it did have a good. It did have a good, um, like family vibe. You know, just checking in with the yeah. <laughs> with Reese and Eric at home. Yeah, um, and Reese was just sitting in his bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it was good, but no, I respected it. Respected Eric for being open and honest about his COVID struggles. Uh, it's. I don't want to keep going on about it, but it can be tough. Yeah, and let's bear in mind, uh, Eric, no ordinary human. I would have loved no. to have known what he was operating, what percentage he was operating at while he was mid-36-hour struggle because, as we mm. know, he operates between, what, 96 and 98% always. Um, True. And he must be Especially an exceptionally... I mean, Tia here, you've, uh, you've rode yourself. Mm. He must be an exceptionally fit human being, right? Like low resting heart rate. Probably just the fittest. Yeah, of all of the... And COVID came along and went, Eric Murray, fittest man on the planet. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to make you... I'm going to bring you back down to earth for a bit. Take Eric down, take me down. Two absolute titans. Absolute titans. <laughs> titans of industry. <laughs> it's a genre. <laughs> um, oh, no. Oh no she, we can't make her laugh too much, otherwise she starts coughing. Um, yeah. But, yeah, anyway, so uh, one, one man's COVID is another man's return to the dance floor, and uh, there's... Texted Brittany, said, yo, we've got the call up. She came. She left school. She's a teacher. She just left the classroom. God knows if there was a reliever organised. No idea. Um, <laughs> put a movie on. <laughs> such, such is her passion. Straight from the classroom, wearing her jeans, to the studio uh, and to, to get into some quarry, you know. And they, uh, they fortunately it. had started working on a dance, so they were able to pick up where they left off. But this is like a serious disadvantage um, for a start, your dance partner, your professional partner's wearing jeans and she didn't got any of her dance shoes with her. So, number one, that's restricted. Restricted. Number two, not very many days to do this in. No. But presumably but one more God. day than Kerry. Kerry only had two days, so presumably Vaz had three. If there's one thing we know about Vaz, though, he is... A quick, a quick learner and he takes on his notes and he's, he works very hard. Actually, we, know, we, we know two things. Also very tall. So very tall. I did. Um, there was. Oh, this was. There was so much shimmying. I have never seen so much shimmying in a dance as we saw in this orange number. Uh, I loved it. And and gyrating and thrusting and faces like going yeah yeah like crazy. Yeah, Vaz is just like I'm back, baby. And then a strip <laughs> at the end. And I have to say, I know you talked about wingspan at one point. Um, Wanting to to get, we, we've talked about height charts. We've talked about wingspan charts. I really noticed the wingspan on Vaz uh, on Sunday yeah. night. Huge wingspan. The full extend is just crazy, and um, the hips, the hips were going. The hips were going. 
Uh, they were going back and forth. Not not perfectly. Lance had to get up at, um, what's her name, Camilla's behest. Behest? Is that the right word? Duh. Request, at least, uh, to, to <laughs> show... Vaz, how to do a really super sexy hip demo, and yeah, that was too sexy. That was too sexy. Like that is, I was. Re- they should have blurred that out. It's Street Week, by the way, on the spinoff. And Tara Ward has uh, written a piece about the um, BSA complaints, the top ten most memorable. Uh, we all remember them. BSA complaints um, regarding Shortland Street over the thirty years of Shortland Street, and uh, a few of them were about like inappropriate for children during a, a family mm. watching hour, and this. This was probably the sexiest thing I've ever seen in my life. So <laughs> I am writing a complaint as we speak. <laughs> Someone has um, made a gif of it, I believe. Oh. That exact moment of gyration. It's just perfect. God, we're creeps. Can't believe Lance just walked past. Oh, if only he knew. <sighs> You're a creep. I can't help it that I have eyes and I live where I live. <laughs> What? <laughs> outside, outside Lance's Lance. uh, front door. <laughs> Purely coincidental. Lance. Did you notice that Vaz has an outie? <laughs> no, I didn't notice that. You are talking Just about his tummy button, right? I am talking yeah, about his tummy button. Just sure. an interesting little bit of, you know, representation. Wow, that was... You don't see an outie that often. No. Well, I don't know. I don't see many. Do I don't see many. I don't see many tummy buttons that often. You don't. See, you don't actually see that many tummy buttons these days. <laughs> I, I mean, I, there's probably you probably do because there's a lot of midriff wearing uh, amongst the young people. You know, big big baggy '90s jeans and then a, a cropped top of sorts. That's true. It's just that I don't get out, so I don't see them. Right. Yeah. yeah you can't. Stay on outie watch like me. Um, no, it's true. Lance said Vaz's dance was like watching a sex scene with your parents and you don't know where to look. And I think we can all relate to that. Uh, it's an apt It reminded me a little bit of the energy when, <laughs> when Vaz is dancing and was looking down at his hips, like kind of surprised mm. by his own hips, of that clip of James Corden dressed as a mouse going, <laughs> let's get loud. <laughs> <laughs> like just like very... Creepy but captivating. I think he's looking down at his hips. That's kind of like it's almost like some sort of Disney movie where a fairy godmother has come along and granted him the power of dance, and his his yeah. you know they're moving for the first time, and he's like, oh my god, or one of those um, body swap movies. You know, where someone yes, suddenly's like yes. really good at basketball or something. You know, and, <laughs> and they're like, what? It's like that moment when he realised. I can move these hips and I can dance. Yeah. It was a, honestly <laughs> a triumphant performance. Like it was, it was amazing. by far and away the least awkward of his performances and he really, really got into it. Shame he absolutely duffed it for the second dance. But anyway, we'll get there. <laughs> um, the shirt came off onto Electra's head. Loved perfect. it. I love Electra, by the way. I mean, James, great. But I think uh, just Electra all the time. Yeah, and great addition. I love all. I love the, the judges. judges this year. So good. This is like a great little three piece of judging. Keep them, keep them, keep them for next season, please. Loved it. Dave and Christy danced the tango to "What Is Love" by Hadaway. Huge tune. Huge, oh, yeah. huge tune. <laughs> um, and in the pre-roll, we saw the long-awaited return of a previous Dancing with the Stars contestant, no other than the world-famous Walt. <laughs> Not Disney. When <laughs> the other one. When Walt walked in, I was like, who that? 
Which was very much how we felt when he walked into the dance floor the first time on his season, <laughs> which was some time ago. Bearing in mind as well, this is the um, this is the trios week, and Walt Nay invited to be in the trios. Remember he remember no. he could backflip, and so he just like every dance he pulled out a backflip. Oh my god, that's right. <laughs> that is amazing though for a man of his stature. Or is it easier to backflip if you're tall? I don't know because I have never been tall. Interesting. Something to think about. Um, yeah, what did he do? He like came in to He talked to the BBM talk. cadets. I called them cadets. I didn't know what to call them, so I called them cadets, which I think is quite nice. You can use that, butter bean. And uh, he he now runs some sort of um, pre- presenting company, like where he teaches people how to be presenters, which given uh, that we didn't know who he was when he first popped up on Dancing with the Stars and that we'd forgotten <laughs> about him entirely since then, is he... The strongest example of a successful presenter uh, in order to be imparting this sort of information. I think you can just ask the question. I'm, I'm just asking. I think if you just I'm ask just, the I'm question, not, it's fine. Look, I, can, I love Walt. I forgot who he was. We all love but, Walt. But I still love him now that I remember. Uh, I love him. Yeah. Um, na, 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 coco jungle. <laughs> I just remembered another bit of that song. <laughs> Without Nando's, there would be no real pod. There'd also be no cheesy garlic pita. Basically, Nando's changed all of our lives. Now, we all know that times are tough for Hospo, and sadly, Nando's have had to temporarily shut down some of their restaurants. So make sure you check the website to see which stores are still open before you visit. However, if you prefer to eat at home, like I do, because I'm lazy, Nando's Delivery has got you covered, and there's a nice little bonus on the side. You can order a scrumptious meal directly from the Nando's app on your telephone or the website on your computer and earn Perry Perks points. Once you're on the Nando's train, you are definitely not going to want to get off. Off and you can use your points towards future orders. You don't get Perry Perks through other delivery services, so great hack. If you're a fan of the real pod, show our besties at Nando's some love. Visit nandos.co.nz or download the app today. At Z, we're all about moving with the times. And now it's time to be part of the climate change solution and move on from fossil fuels. As a company providing fuel to people all over the country, we also know we have a real opportunity to lead that change. We're committed to keeping Aotearoa moving by providing the right energy for everyone. We believe that innovation in fuel and how it's used can make a huge difference to our planet. Find out more at z.co.nz. Ready for side eyes as you try to contain your laughs? You're ready for Flesh, Born and Hayley. After showering, do you dry yourself inside the shower or outside the shower? I've got a pretty big shower, but I just prefer to get out because you've you, you got to have the free arm. If anybody's um, keeping time on that one, 55 minutes into the show before Fletch rubbed his wealth in everybody's face this morning. <laughs> <laughs> From iHeartRadio, play ZM's Flesh, Born and Hayley, NZ's number one entertainment podcast, available everywhere. The outfits were put together by Christie's mum, we found out the next night. Um, didn't love these outfits, I've got to say. It looked like a, a real Jeff's Emporium sale situation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, I can't believe you're talking so much shit about Christie's mum's hard work. Well, at least I got a name right. It's Christy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Alex, Alex just did a coffee spit. Is it coffee? What are you drinking? I'm drinking Gee's Link, dis- disgusting, horrible health drink. <laughs> um, yeah, look, what's her name? Christy. <laughs> Kirsten. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Good job. I think I love to see a flowy dress, and it was uh, she was wearing like a suit pant type thing, and then a um, like tails. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's right. Very long coat. Yes, and and the problem, the other problem was there was 
so much dry ice. So, so much dry ice that I couldn't see anything from mid-thigh down. So no idea uh, what their feet were doing. I mean, I mean, that might have been strategic. I have no idea. True. What we did see is that Dave had gorgeous guy liner on. I actually didn't notice the guy liner. Um, did And you? to be honest, I don't think... Uh, it doesn't register because unless you're doing a Chris Harris lightning flashes, lightning crashes, <laughs> lightning flashes, <laughs> lightning crashes, uh, no one can compete guy liner wise because that was the. Do you remember? He was. That was the definitive moment. That is my all time favorite dance, like high impact moment of Dancing with the Stars. New yeah. Zealand. Forget Rodney Hyde. It was dropping his, his dance partner. Uh, the skirt. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> I'm going to watch that as soon as we finish this. I can't wait. <laughs> Um, Christy had a very terrifying face going on in this tango. Yes, I noticed that too. It was real intense. Do you think she's trying to make up for the feet problem? I don't know. I just, uh, I think I'm a bit over the dancing and now I'm just watching the faces. Yes. And there was a lot of faces, a lot of faces this week. (laughs) I feel like the judges went quite easy on them. I thought it was not the best. Um, Yes. Because they did this whole thing where they're like, oh, you made mistakes. You know, there were quite a few of them. And I feel like ordinarily had the competition run as per normal, no COVID, et cetera, um, they'd be saying stuff like, at this stage of the competition, you can't afford to make mistakes. Whereas they're saying, you made some mistakes, but that's all part of it. And it's cool because you're enjoying yourself. I think they're kind of like talking up the, the people who are there legitimately, who aren't replacing people who've got COVID. Because, mm. I don't know, there's this weird kind of like they're the ones who should be in the final. Also, Dave is just like impossible to critique. Like he's so nice and he is just the ultimate high road mm. of a human. Like who is better than him at, at life? Literally you know, he's so, no one. He does such good work that it's just kind of like, go on, go do your thing, wear your guy liner. <laughs> um, and, Stick and around. And Christy even jumped in in Sharon's booth to give him a, a word up, like a, you know, this guy's the best. She just, like, grabbed the microphone, said her piece. Yeah. She didn't want to see him going home. Nah. And he won't. No, of course not. Well, actually, no, he will, because there's only one episode left. Yeah, and still seemingly <laughs> seven couples or something. But anyway, <laughs> Jazz and Brad danced a cha-cha to Just Dance by Lady Gaga. They got 26 points. Um, Jazz took Brad to youth line. It was very emotional. Um, that was Brad emotional. shed a tear or two, and he's not, not, a, not a guy who normally cries. That's right. And he was wearing glasses, which I thought was interesting. Did you notice that? You're also wearing glasses, also interesting. By the way. I know, it's just something to think about. I like seeing the dancers in their civvies, you know? The I, She's just got this all sewn up. She has to win. She is the best dancer left on the show. She did a great performance. The um, the judges gave her good scores, but they had kind of weirdly middling feedback. But I think they're doing that thing where they're trying to keep everyone see, like, who's going to win, you know? Yeah. Isn't there yeah. any public... Jeopardy, isn't Jeopardy. The, is the public voting in the final? I don't know. I don't know. Look, if we were to... If we were to call this a dance show, um, which it calls itself, I would say she's she's got to win it. She has to. She has to. She oh she will right. There's just no way. There's no way she's not no. winning. But oh. if it's public vote, she's winning. If it's judges, she's winning. Unless she gets COVID. <gasps> so. And then they'll be like, "Please welcome to the stage, Walter." <laughs> <laughs> Um, before they danced, we uh, we checked in with Reese, looking super orange, by the way, <laughs> in his bedroom. 
he did look orange, but oh well. It's hard to get the belts. It's really right hard. It's really. I noticed when he uh, when he turned around to show us he was in his bedroom. Then the white balance kind of came a bit more normal. Then he came back and he was full orange again. But it's quite good because it was orange. <laughs> and he had a blue background, and you know that um, orange and blue are very complementary colours. And if you actually do a search of like movie posters, there's like heaps of iconic movies who have used orange and blue in their imagery. Oh, so it's just a little bit of film. That's just a little bit of first year communications, yeah. uh, film, Gosh. film paper observation for you there. It's a bit, it's a bit brainy, isn't it? Anyway, you are you to me are everything. By the real thing is the song they danced to. It's quick step, and uh, Kerry ditched <laughs> her grandchildren to come back into the competition, pissing off her daughter because they had arranged <laughs> a lovely weekend away, and Kerry was going to look after the little ones. Uh, she was like, no. Oh, I missed like that. The, the call of the floor. She had two days to learn two dances. Amazing. Just bravo. Bravo. I mean, it kind of explains her like, you know, <laughs> her like panicky doing this. <laughs> I'm doing like a really fast roll. Yeah. And then like panic 70s point yeah, at the start. Yeah. I was like, she hasn't had time to practice no, that. And that's no, fine. No. Uh, she did have time to practice the robot, though, so much so that she kind of ditched into it early because she was, you know how you use that one move that you kind of, I don't know if she was really looking forward to it or if it was worrying her, but there was a moment yeah. just before she went into the robot where she kind of, like, looked at Jared, uh, like, there's now the time kind of thing, and uh, and then, yeah, wow, the most real pod dance uh, I loved it. Seen. Yeah, I, I texted Jane and Duncan when I saw the robot again last night saying, that is the real pod. Kerry Woodham doing that robot dance. That's the real pod. We have trouble explaining what this podcast is sometimes. But I think if you were just to look at Kerry yep. doing that, that's us. That's totally us. That's everything you need to know. Uh, I can't really say anything bad about her because two days. I just can't deal with the idea that she learned two dances in two days. We know who her, her schedule's like crazy hectic. We know she's dealing yeah. with a pissed off daughter. Um, with the babysitting <laughs> situation. So it's a, there's a lot on. I do think that for the ones who came back, the choreography was probably simplified a little bit um, so that they didn't have to do anything too hectic. But look, Electra got her bang. Uh, totally. Kerry was, was bloody great. Thanks very much. And she has a freedom, both her and Vaz. It's I feel true. Like it's like once you've been kicked out and you come back, they just have this like different energy where it's just like they don't, Seem to care as much. No. And they were both way better because of it. Um, uh, we had 80s trios uh, was the second dancers. So bunch of 80s hits. Honestly, if Dancing with the Stars was just all done to 80s music, I'd be very happy. Would you love it? Uh, and then and then they, they wheeled in some extras to um, do the, the sandwich dancing. <laughs> so good to see Sonia. How much extra hair did Sonia Gray have? And her ponytail. A lot it of extra amazing. hair. A lot. And i got to say, uh, it just bloody goes to show how we would have had a real competition on our hands if she'd stayed in. If New Zealand had kept her in the show, it would be Sonia and Jazz fighting it out at the end, in my opinion. You could definitely tell, eh, that both Sonia and Eli had this sort of steely determination in their yeah. faces where they're like, I'm going to show you, yeah. you guys fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> New Zealand, you fucked up. <laughs> um, Dave got completely lost in this dance. It was all about uh, Christy and Sonia, and mostly Sonia, to be fair. The, the judges did yeah. sort of comment on the fact that he, especially for the first half, um, was a little bit overshadowed by his, uh, his dancing counterparts, but... He then brought it back. Apparently, I didn't really notice. I was just watching Sonia's hair. As um, Electra said, not the best threesome I've ever seen. No. A bit rude. Yeah, quite rude. 
A lot of little lewd, rude jokes peppered throughout. Uh, score of 24, they danced to September by Earth, Wind and Fire, in case you were wondering. Brody, Enrique and da, 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 Clint Randall returns to the floor to dance the samba. Oh. And I don't know what happened to this dance and I'll tell you why. Why? Come on, Eileen, is my mandatory get up and dance song. Is it? You put that on at a wedding, you put that on at a work function, you put that on honestly at four o'clock in the morning while I'm asleep. I am getting up and dancing and I got up and danced around my lounge on my own in my slippers. Oh my God. While they... How did you dance? Badly, obviously. But what kind of moves? Like, I tried to copy some of theirs uh, and then I did a lot yeah. of freestyling. But I just, that song brings such joy to me in a way that I cannot explain. It's a bit like um, oh in Big Brother, isn't it? When they, they, there's a song that they play over, Big Brother plays a song. Oh, and they, they have, have to, to do the like, funky chicken or whatever. Yeah, that's me with Come On Eileen. <laughs> oh, my God. You should not have told me this <laughs> about yourself because now I'm going to rickroll you with Come On Eileen all the I'm, time. I love it. I'm here for it. We all need it. I think I think that we could do the whole nation a service by just having the tsunami loudspeakers pump out "Come on, Eileen!" every now and again, <laughs> and the whole the whole country just has to down tools and have a boogie. True, it's, uh, you could run you could run for prime minister with that. I reckon. I was like, I was just I couldn't even hear the music when Clinton Randall walked out. I remember my heart skipped a beat, and I remembered. I remembered how a dancing Clinton Randall makes me feel. <laughs> and, and how is that? Is enamored, <laughs> obsessed, <laughs> heart skipping a beat, maybe cured of COVID. <laughs> it should, All of the things. It should have. Imagine if there was suddenly a mass cure of COVID. Like suddenly all the reports yeah. were coming through that everyone who had COVID was suddenly symptom-free and testing negative. Um, <laughs> everyone who had watched <laughs> Clinton Randall dancing on Dancing with the Stars. With his little backless waistcoat. Like, he looks so dorky, but, God, there's something just about a man that can dance. I feel like we should have guessed, like, you know, the, when they teased who was it going to be, this, that, it didn't even cross my mind. It wasn't until he introduced himself as the third dancer that I was like... Really? Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I'm a complete idiot. I truly am. I've got I've got not non COVID brain fog, which is just called being me. Um, <laughs> it was great. Score of twenty seven. Yeah, huge, huge. Hang on, a lot of gyrating in a sandwich. Who was it? Was dancing Brody? We should mention Brody. Him. <laughs> we should talk. We've about only Brody. talked about Clint. Uh, Brody was great. She was great. She, she was, was great. great. Enrique was, she great. was great. It was a lovely time. High of twenty. High of twenty seven. <laughs> Score of twenty seven. Um, <laughs> Brody was supposed to be dancing with Kerry, interestingly enough, but of course Kerry got wheeled in to do the, to do to, to dance on her own. Oh my god! We haven't even talked about the dark universe of Dancing with the Stars, as in the original twenty twenty cast. Oh my god! No, we haven't. Let's just get through this and then we'll talk about okay, it. Great okay, tease! Okay, okay. Great tease! Uh, judges loved it. Mum got up for the post match interview. Love that. And Mum bomb. She was great. She was great. Um, Sharon. Uh, told me that that was her favourite ever post-dance interview. Really? Yeah. Did she tell you this in private? Yeah, just in the DMs. So, oh, yeah. just having a chat. I actually um, did go out of my way to tell Sharon that I had COVID. <laughs> <laughs> just on my day where I was doing press releases to everybody saying I have COVID. Um, I reckon Brody Kane's mum should be on the next season. <laughs> oh, no, is your rep of the fizzy stuff or is it the hard stuff? It's, it's the fizzy stuff. The fizzy. Oh, damn it. I thought I was getting the hard stuff. Sorry. 
Sorry, no, there was an emergency, emergency no, clarification no. needed, breaking news. I've um, got three drinks in front of me, a coffee, a water and an adepa. I thought it was oh, going to be the, the, the um, concentrated brain juice. The fizzy's lovely. It's lovely, but it just doesn't quite do the job the same way. Um, Not the best threesome I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you who've been following us for a long time, not the best pizza party I've ever been to. So if you know what that is, then you're equally as sad as us. Right. Um, where were we? Oh, we're in the 80s. Next night, Vaz and Brit and Siobhan Marshall did the Foxtrot to Great Southern Land by Ice House. Great song, great band. First tape, actually, was Ice House. Was it? Yeah, man. I've never heard the song before, and I thought it was such a weird choice. <laughs> it was such a weird dance. It was a really strange tempo. It was, it was bad. <laughs> it was mm. a bad dance. It didn't go okay, anywhere. Yeah, it was. It never started. It never really finished. Um, the thing I did like, though, and one of the judges, judges mentioned it, was seeing Vaz dancing with someone who is at like a similar height to him. It completely yes. changes the dynamic. Yeah, um, it's true. It must be hard for him. Yeah, couldn't save, couldn't save him. Well, I mean, it did save him in the end. Didn't yeah, well, well, ultimately, no, no, the dance Coco Jumbo saved him. Saved him. <laughs> <laughs> but this was like a bad. It was just bad. I'm sorry. I don't want to say they bad got things. fives. Like, we haven't seen fives for a while. Yeah, they didn't love it for at least a week. It. Um, I would have loved to have seen him do like a silly. A silly dance for this one. Not a silly, but like a fun one. Yeah. We now know that Vaz is like at his best in a mesh fest. Yeah. Yeah. Grooving his hips. I mean, I think we all, <laughs> we, we could have predicted that. We could have. Kerry <laughs> uh, danced with Jared and Johnny, which seems like cheating uh, to have a, a professional dancer as your second. Um, however, two days, we'll just remind you. So she was already at an extremely unfair disadvantage. Uh, they danced the rumba to Wicked Game. Great song by Chris Isaac. This was really good. I loved this dance. I loved how much she was loving it. I just loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. She looked amazing. I feel like just her styling on her return is just like, she looks so good. She loved Carrie now. I love her journey, if I may use the word. I love the journey. I love the journey of the song. I love the journey of the dance. I love the journey of Carrie throughout this competition in which she started out somewhat reluctantly, but going, ah, oh, fuck it, may as well give it a go, to just really embracing it, like really just, and then she's like a new woman. She is like a new woman. She's just oozing confidence. When she releases her book, this is going to be a major turning point in her life, in that book. Has she yeah. done a book already? She's, she's done she's several She's books. done like running ones, eh? She ran a marathon. Running thing. ones, something about being in Paris, um... But yeah, she'll have another one on the go. She's she's just like, she's so charismatic. She always has got like such a funny little ditty to say, you know? She when should, she's you like, know darling, she... I, darling, I'm a sabre-tooth. Yeah, was oh, like, that was so good. Shit. Where did that come from? She should get into broadcasting, I reckon. She should. <laughs> um, Jazz, Brad and Eli. Eli made a return to the floor. I'm very happy about that. They uh, danced a tango to I Can't Wait by Stevie Nicks. Got 27 points. I mean, it was great. Uh, it was a great dance. According to the people who know about dancing, for me, a bit slow. I just got a bit bored of the, the, the tangos and the rumbas and the slow things. Is the rumba slow? Yeah, well, I, I don't a know. Bit bored of it too. I think it's hard when Jazz, like, she's wowed so early on yeah. that, you know, it's, it's hard. It's hard for her to beat her own 
standards. She will on. But she needs to stay in the knees. She needs Everyone to. Everyone was talking about staying in the knees. I don't, this week. I, honestly, I don't know how they knew that Dave was staying in the knees because all I could see around his knees was uh, dried ice, you know? <laughs> um, True. The, the, the final scores with everything all tallied up across the two nights was uh, Jazz with 53, Brody with 53, Dave with 46, Kerry with 45, and Alex with 39, like a long way from the pack. Uh, and yet, in the big dance-off, Kerry v Vaz, it was Vaz who does as he is wont to do, uh, just sticks a bloody round, doesn't he? Pick me up, put me down, <laughs> my feet back on the ground. Proud of you, Vaz. If I cast your mind all the way back four weeks ago when this show started. That's crazy. <laughs> and we, I don't know when it was, about that though. And, and we met Vaz and we saw him dancing for the first time and we said whatever we said about him. Could you imagine that he would be in the final? No, but I also didn't. Imagine the final being three seconds later. <laughs> it's true. You know, like, I, I feel like normally on this show, this show that we make, <laughs> this Real Pod show, by the end of seasons, we feel like we're at the end of a marathon yeah. and we're so, like, exhausted yeah. and stuff. And I feel like we're just getting into it, kind of. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've got four more weeks in me, but anyway. Yeah, it's just, it's weird. But no, I'm I'm proud of Vaz's weird return. <laughs> I reckon it's cool. I think Vaz is the Real Pod you know, Walt was the real pod. Vaz is the real pod uh, on the on the D floor, and it's lovely to see us re- types represented. <laughs> us reality <Yeah>. TV <laughs> types. Um, his star is shining. Let's talk about who was supposed to be on Dancing with the Stars. Oh my God, El Scandalo! So on whatever day it was, a couple of days ago. Uh, someone found the promo for what I didn't even realise that. This many people had been confirmed. I didn't realise they'd gone through all the process of making a promo. But the 2020 Dancing with the Stars cast is featured in this promo, which is the same promo as the one we saw, aka out in the in the desert uh, with the with the uh, what was it llama, llama camel. the llama camel. Um, yeah. But Di Henwood was the host. Crawling his way, thirsty in the sand, instead of Clint. Crazy to think. And the who were the who were the contestants? All the celebrities. Well, no. So the people that were still there then that are there now: Brody Kane, Reese, and Sonia. Sonia. But there was like a whole bunch of other crazy celebs. There was Logan Dodds, the hot tradie, who you'll yeah. remember. Yes, Kerry Lee Jones. From the Kerry Lee Jones. <laughs> we knew about Kerry Lee Jones. Below Deck, which is the biggest, like, was so shocking to me yeah. to think that our girl, our chief shoe, could have been on that dance floor. Do you know? Chilling, do you know think. what's hilarious? When I think back, and I had a friend working on the show, and I remember her getting touched with me and going, "Do you watch Below Deck?" And I was like. Eh, I gave it a go. And she was like, there's a New Zealand girl on it. Do you know anything about her? Do you reckon she'd be good for Dancing with the Stars? And <gasps> I was like, eh. But, yes, I do think she would be good is my very, very late <laughs> reply. But I see you got there all on your own anyway. Nadine Higgins. Oh, yeah. An absolute and angel. she would have been great. She would have been. She's so good. She does, like, yoga and stuff, right? Ryan Bridge. Ryan Bridge. Ryan Bridge is so funny to me because I feel like now he pretends that he's like too cool for Dancing with the Stars, but I feel like he wanted to do it really badly. <laughs> and this is just, this is lives on forever on my phone, by the way. I have a copy of it. So even though it's been oh, taken yeah. down, 
Does that's that, right, is that illegal? Am I, am I, am I, uh, <sighs> I think it's just am I a criminal? Um, Johnny Tuvasashek, who of course went on to be on Celebrity Treasure Island. That's right. Richie Barnett, who also yeah. joined him. Um, yeah, Reese, we mentioned. Who else have we got here? We've got uh, Mary Haddock Staniland. Oh, yeah. Trans woman. Amazing. And Afisa Tanu'u, who is a uh, former rugby player. Amazing. What could have been? What it's could just have been? crazy to think. And like, we just, there was so much we didn't know back then. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, that's. The before times. I wonder what Logan Dodds is doing now. I hope he's okay. Hope he he's might still, still be out in the desert. <laughs> yeah. He's probably built himself a lovely little shack by now, isn't he? It would be it's probably That's a mansion, true. to be honest. Had is he years. with Danny still? I hope so. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, that's our uh, that's our show. That's our show for today. Thanks to Ti here for joining us on the dance floor. Thank you, Alex, for joining us from your COVID hovel. Thank you, Jane. Thank you for having me. I can't wait to see you in real life one day soon. Same. And I just got to say, kudos to you for not missing a single podcast. I don't know. Because you managed to time your COVID just right to uh, to fall between episodes. Which true. Is... Titan of industry, I told you. Yeah. It's true, it's true. Don't forget that tomorrow we are recapping the very first episode of Below Deck Down Under. It's bloody good. Not the recap, might be, I don't know, but um, the uh, the show is. <laughs> the show's great. So, Cornies, if you're looking for something new to watch on Bravo, uh, so it's just a cheeky hour a week. It's not too much to ask, is it? So, Truly not. 9.30 tonight, if it's Tuesday, um, Tuesday the 24th of May when you're listening to this, make sure you, make sure you watch it and then join us for the recap. Uh, thank you for listening. Thanks, Alex. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, Duncan. Thanks, Jen. I've said that already. Thanks, everybody. And Thank you, Vaz. Thanks, Vaz. From the Spin-Off Podcast Network, you've been listening to The Real Pod, with very special thanks to Nando's. It was hosted by me, Jane Yee, along with Alex Casey and, most of the time, Duncan Grieve. Tiaihe Butler made it all sound good, and Rachel LaRue got us out to the world. Make sure you visit nandos.co.nz for some delicious kai. Just quickly, if you enjoyed this podcast and value what we do at The Spinoff, please consider joining The Spinoff members. All our mahi is made possible by our members, and we wouldn't be here today without their support. Totoko mai and head to thespinoff.co.nz slash members to sign up. Kia ora e te iwi, te ahe Butler here, podcast manager at The Spinoff. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a spin-off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.